Hello and welcome to the Mythological Africans podcast, where we read and talk about stories from African mythology and folklore. I am your host, Helen Day. time ago, earth and sky quarreled. It was such a bitter fight, sky angrily withheld rain from earth for seven days. The sun sided with sky who was his friend and glared down at earth so fiercely, leaves shriveled and died on stems, and the waters of springs and rivers fled deep underground to protect themselves. In response, earth hardened her heart, turning the ground people walked upon hard as rock. So terrible was this hardness, the dead couldn't even be buried because people's holes broke on the stony earth. Caught between the angry sky and the stubborn earth, all plants, animals, and people gathered together to decide what to do. They selected Vulture and sent him to sing a song pleading with sky to soften his heart towards the suffering of the denizens of earth. Vulture winged high to the sky and sang his song pleading for mercy. Sky listened to Vulture's song and was moved to pity. Take this, he said, giving Vulture a rain wrapped in kukuyam leaves. Excited beyond measure, Vulture grasped the bundle in his talons and flew home as fast as he could. But as he flew, a long, sharp talon pierced the soft kukuyam leaves, releasing the rain, which fell and fell and fell as it had never fallen before. It soaked the earth, filling up lakes and dry riverbeds. Animals danced in the downpour and drank their fill. People raised their hands to the sky and thanked him for mercy. Plants sucked up as much water as they could, filling their leaves with the life-giving freshness. But still the rain fell and fell and fell, and so Vulture, when he saw that the rain would not stop any time soon, looked far over the horizon and saw fire burning in a faraway land. He turned towards the fire and flew away. When he drew closer, he saw that it had been lit by a man making a sacrifice. So he flew down to warm himself in the glow and eat the entrails. again friends. The story I just read is The Vulture and the Sky, a folktale from the Igbo people of Nigeria, which is woven into the narrative of Chinua Achebe's Things Fall Apart. Now, as you may know, Things Fall Apart is, I dare say, the best known work of African literature around the world. It was published in 1958 and established Chinua Achebe as a master of African storytelling. 
Things Fall Apart tells the tragic story of Okonkwo, an evil chief and champion wrestler whose world falls apart, as the novel's title hints at, as his traditional community encounters and is radically changed by European missionaries. So Chinua Achebe is the archetypical modern African writer whose work really embodies the idea of carrying indigenous oral traditions like a snail carries its shell on its back. And this was a a statement made by another person of Nigerian origin, uh, Professor Solomon Iyashere, and he he is known to have said the modern African writer is to his indigenous oral tradition as a snail is to its shell. Even in a foreign habitat, a snail never leaves its shell behind. And I, I think Chinua Achebe is really the person who showed us how to do this as elegantly as you know we all know his work is. And so um, his, his work just seamlessly incorporates proverbs and folk tales and other pieces of evil folklore. And so in Things Fall Apart, for example, there are so many proverbs as well as five folk tales which are woven into the narrative. Three of these folk tales are found in chapter seven. This includes the vulture in the sky, which we just read, but there is also leaves and the snake lizard and mother kite and daughter kite. The story of why mosquito bothers the ear is found in chapter 9, and the story of how tortoise got his bumpy shell is found in chapter 11. And these two stories are widely popular stories in the canon of African folklore, and likely because of their inclusion in Things Fall Apart, right? So by including these stories in his book, Chinua Achebe really ensured that the oral traditions of his people whose continuity was under threat by all the changes that colonialism was bringing, stayed in circulation. Here we are, how many years later, still reading these stories. So I feel like we are at a point in time where we are facing a similar tradition. You know, the tools available for storytelling are changing. And not just that, we are connected to people from across the globe as never before. And so the possibilities for which kinds of stories can be told and retold and how they can be told are just expanding on on an astronomical scale. But I also feel like we owe it to our forebears to responsibly carry these stories from the past into the future and to keep learning from them. So for the rest of the month of January on the Mythological Africans podcast, we will look at how other African writers have incorporated uh, traditional folklore into their works of modern fiction. Meanwhile, there are many things about the story of the vulture in the sky that call to the more analytical part of my brain. And if we were in a regular mythological African Twitter space, I bet I would be hearing from all the people in the room about, you know, what stood out to them. But we're not doing that anymore. But I will leave that to your curiosity. So think about it, see where it connects for you. And even if you have something fun you want to share, feel free to send me an email or drop a comment. Thank you for making time to listen to this episode and I will see you next week.